1997, when the U.S. president crashes into Manhattan, now a giant maximum security prison, a convicted bank robber is sent in to rescue him. This is episode 154 of the Watching It Podcast, and on today's show, we're covering Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, synopsis, yes. Synopsis hits it, though. Man. It, that, is, it. that is true, but I don't feel like that's an accurate description it's of my a, man, Snake Plissken. You yeah, know? no, it's not enough. By the way, he's uh, not just a bank robber. No. He robbed the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve. <laughs> and also, apparently, he is such a big war hero, Cesar, that everybody just recognizes yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like, in the second movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, no, the, 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 uh, both of the movies have a catchphrase. This movie was... I thought he was dead. Like every, and the every other, other one, person I thought was like, he was taller. Yeah, I thought he was taller. <laughs> I was about to say, he's like, everybody was like, I thought he was dead in this one. And the next movie was like, I thought he'd be taller. And I'm like, I just love throwing in a good catchphrase. Uh, so this is this is a brisk 99 minutes long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Has a 7.1 IMDb rating. And made $25 million off a $6 million budget, which sounds like a win to me That's back in solid. 1981. That's a solid movie right there. <laughs> you know, this was before the world went insane and movies were making you know, a couple hundred million. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this movie is, uh, this was my first time viewing it all the way through. Okay. I'm fan of uh, Escape from L.A. Yeah. E- easily. Came out when I was like 14 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, this came out a year before I was born. Yep. So uh, <laughs> I, th- I seem to recall that I went back to try and watch Escape from New York and was like, this is such like not good that I just stopped. But yeah. now I'm, it's grown on me now. This uh, is, yeah, yeah. It's not. A, I mean, look. It's, it's no, no. It's it, a John Carpenter movie from 1981. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to say, it like, is dated. It, it is dated. It's dated. But both these, I'm watching both these movies. We're going to cover Escape from L.A. next week. But watching both these movies, man, I was like, they hit a little differently in today's yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> I was sure. just for like, sure. especially Escape from L.A. Escape from L.A. I was just like, this is this is this 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 a lot. <laughs> Um, okay, so quick, we're look. Both these movies, we will be covering Escape from L.A. next next week. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- have have a lot of cast. Yep. So we're not going to go in depth on them because no. it's just going to take too long, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so first, the director also wrote it, uh, John Carpenter, mm-hmm. the man, the myth, the legend. Yep. You know, uh, he from co-wrote it. That is that is correct. He he also wrote it with a man named Nick Castle. Yep. Do you who, know who Nick Castle is? Uh, I, I do not, but I know that he uh, he did Hook, yeah. which is way he, different than this. Well, this is what I think is weird. I mean, I, I mean, it just shows that these two guys work together. Uh, so he is Michael Myers. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. I, I, didn't I know saw. That I saw. I thought it was so weird. Like when I saw, it, I was like, "Oh, who's this dude who wrote it with him?" And then I clicked on it. And I was like, "Oh, it's freaking Michael Myers." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he basically worked with him and uh, the person who wrote uh, Escape from helped write Escape from L.A. Uh, who we'll talk we'll talk about more uh, maybe next week. Uh, Deborah Hill. Mm-hmm. They basically the three of them made a bunch of movies, like all the yeah. Halloween stuff and 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 whatnot. Um, uh, other notable works by John Carpenter: uh, Dark Star, mm-hmm. uh, They Live, mm-hmm. Assault on Precinct Thirteen, which is yeah. kind of a that's a, that was a pay. He was just getting a paycheck, yeah. but that was not a labor of love. No. Um, but more notably, he also did a lot of the music. Mm. So like the Halloween theme, his band wrote it. Wow. And that's what he does that. now. He stopped making movies and he tours with his band. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I mean, he's done. He's put in his work. Everyone knows who John Carpenter is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. when you talk about horror, that's a name that always comes up. So I was like, yeah, he's he's solid. Yeah. So yeah, you just want to <laughs> kick back and tour he, with your band. He is a he is a very A minus B plus 
director mm-hmm. writer like he just had a few halloween was big the yep. thing was yeah, considered thing. trash when it was made but then like became a cult classic, cult classic later yep. but like he was he's just been running on that halloween money mm-hmm. for this for this whole time making you know subpar but fun movies yeah yeah uh yeah nick castle uh who uh he he also wrote hook which was very weird he also did some directing where he did uh the movie major pain yeah, I saw that. I saw uh, Major Pain and I made some saw... some amazing stories and The Last Starfighter. Yeah, I which saw we that. need to cover on this show, The mm, Last Starfighter. Mm-hmm, that is mm-hmm. that is an I mean, we already one. covered uh uh the explorers. the explorers. Yeah, that's yeah. very much in that yeah. in that grouping for sure. Okay, see if we hit The Last Starfighter, we got to also hit freaking uh what's it called? Um crap, the other one. You know, that I hey, was saying explorers? was better than Explorers, but after watching Explorers, I'm like, "Nah, you got me." Um no, I know which one. The one with yeah. the with the cool ship and Pee Wee yeah, Herman yeah, yeah. plays the robot. Exactly. Why can't we remember this movie? Flight of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator. There we go. I don't know. See, I still just think that Flight of the Navigator is too it's, recent in the zeitgeist okay. with that yeah, documentary yeah. coming about the guy, the kid who played the ma- the main role and stuff. It's just too covered. True. For, for true. what are we going to add to it? You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'd bring our own little flair to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, run through some of some of the actors, just a few. Yep. Uh, obviously, we have Kurt Russell playing Snake Plissken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have uh, a- Adrian uh, Barbeau? Barbaru. I'm gonna say sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but uh, notably, I noticed in her uh, in her catalog that she voiced Catwoman in the Batman animated series well, from the '90s. There you go. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. That she only did the Batman animated series. Didn't mm-hmm, do the, mm-hmm. the next one. That's she did a lot of other uh, other uh, voice work as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Isaac Hayes, yeah, playing the dude. Isaac freaking Hayes. Unexpected, Isaac. unexpected. And uh, <laughs> I gotta I gotta say, my man Ernest Borgnine. Who played mm-hmm. the cabbie? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Borgnine stole the show in this movie for sure. <laughs> and then got done dirty at the end. Oh, uh, well, like, you know, come on. You know, uh, that I think, and we'll talk about this more in, in Escape from LA, which we're going to be crossing back and mm-hmm. forth. It's just how mm-hmm. it's going to happen because they're a pair for sure. Yep. Um, yeah. Is how much the so many things like. If you, if you had them like transparencies of these movies and you yeah. overlaid oh, no, no. them. Part, like that. Look, the, this, mi- LA is only 101 minutes. It's yeah. like it's it's like he hits something happens to part of the presidential I family. Down. Yeah, I wrote them they down. They crash into a they prison in. island. Uh, he get he gets he infected. Gets, there's <laughs> an arena fight where yeah. he wins and everyone starts cheering for him. <laughs> he gets shot in the leg <laughs> and both of them. He meets a chick who seems like maybe a romantic interest just and for then to dies die two seconds later. <laughs> You're just like. This is the same movie almost. I mean, it's not, but there's so much. I'm just like. And I wish they made more. I could watch them all day long for uh, sure. So there was a third one planned yep. called Escape from Earth. And I'm like, that would have taken place after mm-hmm. the events of the second one where he shuts down the whole electricity of the planet. And yep, I'm just yep. like, I don't know if that's the movie I want. No, but hey, I mean, we're, we're there's something still coming, though. I tell you what, for, after watching the second movie, I need a prequel that tells me what happened in fucking Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, went down in they Cleveland. keep bringing up Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. He also... One of the high, the one of the most powerful people in the prison mm-hmm. happens to be an old associate yep. with from who betrayed him in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, we already talked about this once. But yeah, they're they're it's confirmed that they're making a sequel to Escape from. Ooh, 
with uh, Kurt Russell LA. or his son? So, well, they said they pitched it to his son. His son turned it down, saying that it would be career suicide. <laughs> is what I mean, he said. How go- I don't um, see how it would be career suicide. Kurt Russell had a fine career. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was Captain Fucking Ron. Okay, mm-hmm, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's but just I can see, training look, your dad's was, shoes. You sometimes you just think like, yeah, get typecasted. It, or, whether it, if it was a bad role, I wouldn't take it. If mm-hmm. it was a um, if it was an iconic role, I wouldn't take it. You know, like could you imagine if like Arnold Schwarzenegger's son was like, I'm gonna be the Terminator. Yeah. In the next movie, like, yeah, you no, that's just not. You can't do that. that. There's yeah. no way you pull it off. <laughs> um. So one last person of the cast I want to bring up because it's just interesting. I didn't know this because we're talking about John Carpenter and purple people who worked with, right? So the narrator in this movie, okay, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? You know what's funny is, is the, the, the quote, love interest that dies. Yeah. Like when when um, he meets her, I saw her. I was like, is that Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> because it looks like you're in the shadows for a minute. I'm like, oh, no, it's discount Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> but yeah, I, was like, I just feel like this is John Carpenter just calling up people just ho- with Halloween. with like, hey, make another movie. You yeah. want a want a piece? <laughs> this also has has discount Jamie um uh, Bushimi in it, Steve Bushimi. Steve Bushimi. Yeah, discount, yeah, the guy with like the crazy like hair, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like he's discount Steve Bushimi. Luckily, before. we <laughs> got the real deal in the next <laughs> movie. <laughs> we get we get other discount actors in the next one for sure. <laughs> so anyway, John Carpenter, legendary, coming off Halloween, coming off the the thing or the mm-hmm. thing happened after this. I can't remember. Um, lot lot of crazy star studded cast. Yeah, not that terrible of a movie, especially for no. 1981. I think. Let's talk about why it failed. Okay, yeah. As always, we talk about... I mean, did it fail 25.2 million? I I mean, look, it it was respectable. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But the biggest movie of the year was like $300 million. Okay. Um, (laughs) And they came out real close to each other. Oh, snap. I'm I'm, now nervous. Yeah, so this movie came out July 10th. 1981. Mm-hmm. I look. I go a, a month back. Yeah. Especially when we're back this far, because that's they stayed in there for months oh, yeah. and months movies and months. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, on June 12th, uh, two notable movies were released. So there's a month before History of the World Part One mm, okay. and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, you're done. Which made 300 million dollars. The most. It was the biggest movie you're of the year. Done. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was definitely still rolling. Oh uh, yeah. No. When, when oh, this, yeah. When this came there were people going to see it for the second, third time. I yeah. guarantee oh, it. Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah. especially like you said back in these days, you 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 That's weren't the only seeing. Way you got yeah, it, no. you weren't seeing this on. They VHS. just invented the VCR. Like, you weren't <laughs> seeing this on VHS for. <laughs> At least two years. Yeah, you were gonna <laughs> run it from a blockbuster in ten years. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> uh, June nineteenth, uh, the Cannonball Run. Okay, it's a huge movie. Yep, and no. Superman two. No, that's which was the Superman. Yeah, I mean a lot of yeah. people they said that's the best yeah. one. So, yeah, that's this, this is some tough. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't you can't stack yeah. up against these movies. Uh, July twenty, sorry, June twenty sixth, Dragon Slayer. Okay. Yep. And Stripes. They're, man, this yeah. This I mean the the fact that they got this is a crazy month of the movies. The fact that they like, got twenty five million out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with this yeah. this lineup. Yeah, and then the same weekend, July tenth. Not that it would have competed with it, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But the Fox and the Hound. Okay. Dropped. Yeah. So there Two were a lot of audiences, but still Fox and the Hound. But I think there's I think look while while the audience is going to see the Fox and the Hound, like the 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 the, the prime target demographic, which yeah. is little children. Is is not the demographic for this particular movie. The parents have got to make a choice. No, no, the parents. They're, go, yeah. they're, they're like, are we are we gonna pay a babysitter and go see 
<laughs> We've already seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. You know, I am paid for a babysitter there. Or are we going to take the kid with us and see Fox and the Hound or hire another babysitter and go see Escape from New Escape York? Escape from New yeah. York. Yeah. yeah. No, and I, I feel like, especially if you got the kid, you're, you're taking that Fox and the Hound. <laughs> peace and quiet, you know. <laughs> but really, really nothing notable after after that that I saw competing mm-hmm. with it. Probably because everybody saw what Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark was doing and cleared the fuck out everybody of the way. Was <laughs> like, hey, like, let's Carpenter, push our thing sure back a few months before we. <laughs> well, he did. He, I mean, I don't know if he would have known. He wouldn't yeah. have the clout to. He wouldn't have the clout to push a movie, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. 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 No, this is that 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 you know that that that's a crazy month of movies. Absolutely, like, yeah. I mean, that was back before you know, like theater. That was back when we going to the movies was like an uh, event, it was special. You yeah. Know, you like these days, I'm not saying you, these days you, you go to the movie theater every weekend if you want, you know, and stuff. But like back then, when at least when I especially when I was a kid, like no, if I was going to the movie, they're like, oh, this is this is something big. And so to have those many movies in a row where it's like, like which one? I mean, obviously you pick Raiders, but yeah. still, it's just a little bit like which one are you going to see or yeah. knowing you're missing out. Wait till wait till you hear what Escape from L.A. was up against. <laughs> ooh, ooh, it's worse. It's much much worse. <laughs> oh man, '96 was a good year for movies. Let me tell you. Yeah, especially blockbusters. Yeah, I can mm. believe that. Anyway, so let's talk about the movie. Yeah, let's talk about this movie. <laughs> basic uh, ass credits. Oh yeah, these credits were so just, basic. Just black screen and some text and like, like yeah, go. just three minutes of names. Yeah. Just I, I was just like, once I realized nothing happened, I just I just hit skip through until I got like, when's the thing start? <laughs> um, which actually is hard to tell the difference because when the, the first scenes is just black. Once again, it's just black or words on black a black yeah, screen yeah. explaining the situation of the world that's what i like about or not like but it's interesting about the movies is like they we come into the story at a midway point yeah in the sense of like the world is already established that new york has fallen into chaos yeah. become a prison snake plissken is a, a person that we should all know and so like they do a lot of setup at the beginning like hey we're gonna catch up to speed new york's a shit show we made it a prison there's this war hero snake plissken he's a criminal now uh, and it's just like the president's doing this and that got you all up to speed i'm like wow you're just dropping us in the middle of the story well <laughs> i mean this. i wish they had dropped us more into the middle of the story honestly yeah. like you i well, didn't need to explain any of this to me mm-hmm. tell me through the movie yeah like i'm gonna pick up real fast that you know the the um liberty island is now like a compound for running mm-hmm. a prison i'm gonna figure out that new york's a prison you know i'm gonna figure out who nate snake plissken is and you know you know what kind of what's gone down here um yeah I, so so i just wrote down some things that i'm like yeah when this movie came out i was like oh man that's an extreme concept now you're just like well is uh and the opening thing is is they have the news reporting that Crime rate has risen to a crazy four hundred percent. Yeah, nothing. And I'm just nothing. like, I'm just like, that's like these days how the news is always like crime is going crazy on the rise. And when you look at, and then also I just love the. So that means crime in Chicago or a crime in New York has gone from what it is now to what it was in the eighties. I mean, <laughs> well, okay, I guess like in eighty one, like crime was pretty rampant in yeah. New York. So like for it to quadruple would be a lot. But I'm like, you don't give up New York. Yeah, you send in the. You do something like you, you do something less drastic than turning it into a prison mm-hmm. island, like <laughs> little Australia. Yeah, you're gonna uh, you're giving up the twin towers yeah, here, okay? Yeah, <laughs> the most valuable <laughs> real estate in the world. <laughs> um, and then also the thing when they're like the police force, like an army. I'm like that hits a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We <laughs> moving in that direction. 
Pretty and quickly, like I said, Escape yeah. uh, from L.A. is even more so. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Escape from L.A. basically has like what would happen if Trump got elected to a lifetime <laughs> term. You know? like, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, dear God. <laughs> um, uh, we get we get a brief scene, which this is perfect storytelling. This would have told me a whole lot of what I needed to know yeah. from front without having to give me a little speech at the beginning. Right? Is like these people are trying to raft away from Manhattan Island. You can tell it's Manhattan Island mm-hmm. because the twin towers are there, and uh, Chopper comes over a big wall and fires at them, telling them they have to go back and then destroying them. I, I feel like they didn't give them much. Like you could see that raft they were struggling with whatever they were paddling yeah. with, and like you got ten seconds. I'm like they're trying, man. They're trying. Yeah. They just bam. Gone. By the way, it, like also, they, they thought this was gonna work. You need like some snorkels or some shit. That, man. Well, a lot of what to say is like, and what else you got to do? You're in New York in a prison state. Is like there's like. It's not that far to swim. I mean, I'm not saying I could do it, but like world class, there's people who swam through the across the ocean. So I'm like, get into training. Like, there's no way. Yeah, a raft's gonna get spotted, but a little man swimming in the yeah. water, like, get in some training. Get your get your, you. What else you got to do? What else you got to do? <laughs> Start training to be a world class swimmer, so you can just swim out of fucking Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. Like, you can do it. Wait till summer, so it's not as cold, and just get in the water yeah, and go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at least create like a motorized thing or mm-hmm. something. So uh, one thing I brought up, because then the next scene after we see this is we finally get to see a young Kurt Russell, which, mm. I mean, back in the day, man, that just <laughs> freaking hair Look, flowing. Like, definitely but, as soon as I saw him in this, I was like, oh, yeah, the Patriot is definitely his son. Yeah. Like, I can yeah, see it now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we get a young Kurt Russell. And as I already brought up before, uh, Hideo Kojima has said that uh, Snake Plissken, Kurt Russell, escaped from New York, is what he made Snake out. Yeah. based off of and when i really look at it now i'm like i don't know if he talked to kurt russell or john carpenter or whoever but like i feel like they could make a freaking lawsuit because yeah. of how much snake <laughs> i mean one is his name is snake for yeah, quiet yeah, out yeah. loud and then also like uh it's funny and and that's where i feel like it's probably uh uh they're okay with it is in uh metal gear solid 2 uh snake dies and goes undercover you want to know what his, his, his name is? Pliskin. Yes, Pliskin. It's fucking Pliskin. I'm like, you can't get any more on the head than this. Um, but yeah, I just was like, yeah, you could get a, you could get you for likeness. I don't know. <laughs> like, if this isn't all signed off above. And the thing, well, so that's the thing that's interesting for anybody who's like, wait, the Metal Gear series came out before this. Uh, it was started with Metal Gear Solid, and that's when we, it was our first 3D Metal Gear. And if you look at the box art for all the Metal Gears before Metal Gear Solid, Snake looks totally different mm. like you can tell like he saw this movie and after he saw this movie he's like that's how snakes look from going forward <laughs> and from that point forward so that it's been a thing because before you look at the box art for like the super nintendo games like that's not snake <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh so so we find out that air force one has been hijacked mm-hmm. by the national liberation front and it uh crashes into manhattan yeah you know, at the in this so, scene, it shows them clearly the plane is flying into a building. Yeah. But then, like when they get to the crash site, it's, it's like, just like it just street. hit the ground. Yeah, like it's it wasn't even weird. that rough of a landing. Um. Uh, one thing though, like when they, they they they're showing that you know the the for it's 
been taken over. There's one secret service agent trying to break into the cockpit, and he was doing like the most half-assed job. He's like, oh yeah, lightly tapping. Yeah. I'm like, you take the gun button, and start banging, you shoot it. the door. But he's just like lightly tapping, and he's like, uh, we can't get in. I'm like, you I sure? mean, I'm assuming the door is bulletproof, yeah, or but something. Still but... do something. But he was like the most half-assed. Where I'm just like, I feel like when he can't, he was like, are you sure? You sure? I feel like, maybe, did you try jiggling the handle? Because I don't know, man. Yeah. But so little effort. Uh, I also don't understand like. Like, so they put they put the president in uh, the pod mm-hmm. to drop him off. Yep. Do they not know they're over Manhattan Island? Well, here's the thing. And like you would get like ha- they've had control of this plane for mm-hmm. a couple of minutes here. You would have him in that pod. Yeah. Way faster. Yeah. And inject him out before you get over Manhattan. You yeah. Fly over the rest. But no, uh, the other thing I had I thought about is like and it it would. To make the whole movie pointless, but what? Well, not this fact. Is one is I'm like, why? Like, it's the president of the United States. The president of the United States, you always want protect it. So why is the pod not a two seater? So you take one secret service agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. been two. Like, no, no matter where you're taking the president out, you're gonna want a secret service agent yeah. with him, so he's protected. And another thing, I was like, I want to know, is that real? Like a, a I've pod? seen that in other movies. Hmm. Like, is there really a po- an escape pod on Air Force One? I don't know that the president can get in and just peace out. Cause that's pretty. That's some. Yeah. That's some high tech shit, right that's, there. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Uh, the other thing I thought about is like they have one is I thought it was weird that they're like it was the call sign was like David One. They're like what's David One? No one knows. And they had like call into DC to find out what David One was. Like why would every government agency know know the call sign for yeah. Air Force One? Yeah. But then also like they knew before it crashed, it was crashing Manhattan. I was like. Okay, they wait until it crashed and the president injected to get in the helicopter to go rescue him. I was like, why did it, as it was crashing, you should have been flying in your gun helicopters to yeah. strafe anybody yeah. who shows up. No, you should have no, already as soon been, as it the rescue up. party should have already been in the air before yeah. the plane No, even as soon as the plane changed course, they would have had fighter jets up on it. But. And yeah, so I was like, it would change the movie, like the movie wouldn't exist. Because like I said, they would just gun down anybody who tries to get to the president, rescue team comes in and say the president, no escape from New York. But also just comments, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> You know where he's crashing. You know he is going to crash. And you know it's a prison island. And yeah. you wait until he crashes. Be like, think we should get a rescue team going? <laughs> well, you know, so you know what I really like about this movie and, and the second one is uh, that they explain things. Mm-hmm. Because the first thing I think is like, why are you sending in Snake Plissken? Why don't you send in all the army? Yeah. You know? Or, you know, and, and just clear out New York. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, because they've got him and they're going to kill him yeah. if you try and Which do was that. Nice. And you know, like. Like they really, they really explain away a no, lot of stuff. I will say, uh, with both of these movies, with this movie, uh, he was already captured, and then the next, or it is is like it's like it's so interesting that the the night the president crashes into Manhattan, you just happen to be imprisoning those. Yeah. Like, what if they would have yeah. locked up Snake the day before? Yeah. Like, now what you gonna do? <laughs> just gonna get Jim Bob who was selling some yeah. cocaine <laughs> to do it? I like it. Like he's walking in, it's like, hey, if you would like to, you know, kill yourself, just yeah, let us know. Let we'll us go, know. run over here before uh, we throw you in there. Like uh, at this point, and I and I'll say I say this about the second movie as well. It's like, why aren't you just fucking killing people? Mm-hmm. Why is there a prison yeah. island? Yeah, why, why are there, there two prison islands? Yeah. Maybe three or four. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I was gonna say though is I I want to point this out because I'm gonna bring it up. Thing is uh. Where where did they get like where they get these pants that snakes wearing? Do you see them pants? Like, oh, I didn't notice. He's wearing like these like zebra pants. <laughs> and the thing is, they make a return. The 70s, man. They the make 70s. a return in the second movie, Robert. He's wearing these. I was like, this is his style. <laughs> that's that's his camouflage. <laughs> this is what baby. Snake Plissken wearing. Um 
Uh, so so he gets injected. He's got 24 mm-hmm. hours to to do this. Yeah. Right. And they inject him with a virus yep. that is going to kill him in 24 hours. We don't know if this one's real or not. Mm-hmm. We assume it is. Um, but the whole reason that they got to do it in 24 hours is because there's a summit that's happening that he's yeah. got to get to. I'm like, and it, cancel the damn summit, man. Yeah. That shit's over. Yeah. Like the president just crashed into I mean, Manhattan. Even if you get him, how you gonna, yeah. yeah. It was just like, what you gonna do? And then, yeah, they, at like, the end of the movie, they got him like, just tape. like. This tape. I was like. Well, okay, so let's tape? talk about the tape and what's on the tape. What is on the tape? D- how to create fusion energy. Mm. Which is like. Where'd you get that from? They talk about oh, it. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. They talk about the fusion energy. Oh, okay. I just... No, no. The tape explains how to, he was going to. So the president was going to go to like the UN or something mm-hmm. and he was like, going to play China the tape and, the and share Which... fusion technology, you know, power with yeah. the world as a, as a goodwill gesture or whatever. I didn't get goodwill out of this president at all. No, not at all. <laughs> he, was, he was a right bastard for sure. Uh, Though the next president even worse. Oh yeah, yeah, no, first, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, well, I mean, they the the bad guy knew, mm-hmm. I think, and so I'm just like, well, fuck the president, man. Yeah. You've got the golden ticket in your hand yeah. right here, man. Which also, like, in both these movies, I'm like, this would be a lot more fell safes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this would be a lot more fell. Look, the only reason that either of these bad guys lose is because they they mess up. Yeah, you know. Um, real quick, uh, talking about Snake. Um, I I wrote this down. I actually looked up to see when this other actor's first movie came out because one of them is. I was like, is Snake Pliskin the reason why we have the whispering tough guy motif thing where you talk like this when you're, you're I'm a tough guy. So I don't know. Sure. And so, because another one who's always brought up like that is Steven Seagal. And I was like, well, who came out first? This movie came out in 81. Steven first, Seagal's first movie was 88. I'm like, did he see this movie? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how I'd be a tough man. <laughs> I whisper all the time. <laughs> but I was like, because Kurt Russell is just hitting that whisper hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how he was directed. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. It, it, I'll, my theory is that he's the reason we have Steven Seagal, yeah. though. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so he takes, a, he takes a glider into New York, mm-hmm. and he lands on the top of... Uh, well, it wasn't like glider. That the world. would fly somehow. Like, it seemed like it was like he was able to get altitude and everything. I don't think. Well, I think, yeah, I don't know how he yeah. did that. But I you can. You, I mean, you can gain altitude in gliders yeah. with certain air well, currents. Talk about taking like that, off. Also, I don't know. It was silent. That's yeah. what's, that's what's important. It was. Yeah, and it it was uh, high tech enough that it could it could quickly land on the top of, mm, a, of the, the twin towers. Tree, yeah. yeah, even even though. Like their 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 roofs are not flat. No. Like there's no runway up there no. for them to. I, I I so with my current job, like I've we're been, not flat. I guess been on a bunch of roofs of some buildings down in Seattle, and I'm like, yeah, there's 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 all sorts of yeah. stuff on there. There's all sorts of AC things and stuff. Have you um, have you seen Man on a Wire? Uh no. Where uh, it's a really excellent uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt movie. Yeah. Uh, where good. where he tight ropes. It's it's a true story. Yeah. About a guy who tight tight ropes between the two towers, mm-hmm. like uh, against you know without permission. Yeah. Like they do it all clandestine, like. Yep. Um. 
so one thing I got to say, though, is like you said, you got 24 hours. They burn through the first four hours so quickly. Yeah. Like by the time he's in the city, it's like you have 19 hours. And it's like, whoa, we're just just cutting into yeah. that time. Yeah, like, no, as soon as oh, you say you got 24 hours, like, show me the fucking plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, you wasted four and a half hours? Just get the man into the city? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just a, definitely a sign of the times. This uh, kind of starts out with a drag show. Mm-hmm. Just because mm-hmm. <laughs> they, 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 I like that they explain, like, why there's gas. And why there's yeah. power and all this stuff, you know, like so they've, they've been able to make generators about the gas. Yeah, at one point they're like talking about the brain, I'm like yeah, he makes the gas. I'm like makes the gas. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, he, I'm sure he's getting oil from somewhere or whatever. Yes, you know, all right, he's making yeah. fuel, you know. Um, I, I put down though, so he gets injected with this bomb that's going to blow up his veins, just mm-hmm. his veins. And I'm like, so we got. I know this is like back in 1981, but still, you got the technology to make some like special injectable vein bomb but you ain't got like i don't know mountable cameras because <laughs> like, the whole time he's just on the phone with yeah, the yeah. dude and i'm just like by the, by the way like, like the big this giant phone thing yeah i just feel like i don't know camera would come in handy <laughs> <laughs> uh but he goes he goes through a, a walk in the underground mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and then he finds that uh he he's tracking the president's uh, uh, armband. Yes, and of course. Immediately, no, I'm the, like, not the president's armband. He's tracking the. Uh... Oh no no, no yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's the second yeah, movie. That's the second movie. Sorry, he's yeah. tracking the president's armband, which this thing's like gigantic. It's mm-hmm. as big as a TI calculator from the from the '90s. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, well, why wouldn't you take that off of him immediately? Which mm-hmm. they do. They do. So it's swapped out. It's like a little switcheroo here. Um, and so 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 he leaves and he starts walking through town but then all these people this like gang yeah this like crazies yeah start to come out of like the sewers and the walls i really like before this and even with the crazies at first eventually they come back for him but still like everyone just ignores snake yeah oh for when he first but like he's like the one guy they they make it clear like because all of the most bad guys using crossbows like they make it clear like he's like the one man with a gun yeah (laughs) i feel like that stands out and i want to talk about the gun you ignore the guy with the gun i want to talk about the gun true i want to talk about the gun he has though is so he has (laughs) a mac 10 machine gun with with the biggest with scope the biggest on the biggest barrel and then a scope and I'm like, what's that for? Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a scope on this Mac 10 machine gun? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you sniping with this? Thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that can't hold more than like twenty bullets. And just like we see him just spray and yeah. pray all the oh, time. Oh yeah. All the time. This was before it was it was not okay to like have them infinite ammo mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh yeah so so anyway he 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 hides out in the uh, the the chalk full of nuts mm-hmm. store mm-hmm. which was a funny little joke yeah. I don't know if that's like a real place that they were or they just made a joke there um, and that's where he runs into uh, the love interest of this movie uh, discount Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> yes the love interest for a minute and a half yeah I love it I don't I didn't really understand like why he reached for her to save her yeah because I was like he doesn't care about this, this I know lady. Like, and I was like you met her minute ago yeah. i was like time to go uh um, yeah she just she just she just and the only reason she's up on you because you might be her ticket out mm, like <laughs> mm, i was just like this is this um i but i put in there like the the crazies that like and it actually shows john carpenter a lot like it was like this they look, look like zombie attack yeah like, busting yeah. the floor and the way they were scaling over mm-hmm. stuff i was like seeing a lot of like 28 days later going on here like, it's like some zombie stuff <laughs> going on here <laughs> well i mean look if this met if this if they had a couple of extra minutes 
Um, which we should say, both of these movies are very fast paced. Oh yeah, uh, like they're, they're just like go 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 go. This go. one was uh, hour and thirty nine. Yeah, yeah. Hour and thirty seven. Like you can knock these out. Yeah, easily. Um, in the time it takes you to watch Endgame, you can knock out both these movies. Well, they had a couple of extra minutes if they were gonna fall fall in line with with Escape from L.A. Then they would have gotten caught for a second and found out that they were cannibals mm-hmm. and then they would have gotten free somehow yeah. and then got then she would have died and gone <laughs> off to the thing. Um but this is where we get introduced to our man Cabby. Now we do see him earlier. He's he's yeah, watching, that's he's true. watching he was the drag at the, show. He was at the drag show. Yep. yep, yep. The cabaret show. And once again Cabby recognizes him, this random yeah. chick who gets eaten by people two seconds later recognizes him. And I'm just like, just everyone knows you snake yeah, this and like I would understand if the cabbie was like part part of the criminal world, yeah, right. Like a bank I know this dude was not part of the criminal yeah. world as far as we know. This was just a dude who got trapped behind the fence. Okay, that's when shit fell apart. Like, I was like, what, and he's what been did just cabbie been a, do to get arrested? But he yeah, just he been say he's been a cab driving here for thirty. No, years. he just he just he just rolling with the punches. Just he's like, I'm not leaving it. my home. No, and just gonna keep working the cab the cab. Like he's still a cabbie, mm-hmm. like rolling around in the post apocalyptic. Definitely has adapted to the situation as he's just sitting there. Talking all genuinely while he's setting up a freaking cocktail. Yeah. I would love for I think I, I think Bethesda and the the um, Fallout team could mm-hmm. really do a number with making a video game out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, little just because it's so tongue in cheek, you know. To yeah, get, get back to your your Fallout Three roots with mm-hmm. the comedy and everything, and yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love him. I, he's 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 just talking, you know. He's like getting the car. He's yep. like, you really need a car to get around here, and I've been doing this for thirty years. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's prepping a Matov. Yeah, I know. I just love it. <laughs> just sitting there, like, yeah, just fantastic. Er- Ernest Borgnine must have had so much fun playing this role. Yeah, I also like so when they're driving. Um, he's like, oh, I'll take you here because you're special. I'm like, do you, by special do you mean the man with the gun? Because yeah. he's the that I makes them like, very special. I was like, that the man that, who showered recently. That like, makes you special. Was, also, he's wearing them zebra pants. So yeah, they got that going for him. Um, and then, like, I just once again, this is where we the, kind of the first time, but not the last time we get the heard you were dead. Yeah, <laughs> and I just love how he never responds to it. He never at all acknowledges, like, oh yeah, well. I mean, look, like, Kurt Russell really doesn't have a whole lot of lines in this. Whole, no, oh, no. in a, either of these movies. Mm-mm. I mean, he's the stoic. Silent dude who only whispers <laughs> when he talks. Um, anyway, they go to they go to see uh, the, the, brain. the brain. Yeah, um, and and his his girl mm-hmm. who. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that's what the voice of Catwoman looked like. No, neither <laughs> did I. Um, but yeah, they the, we find out the brain just so happens to be uh, uh, old old uh, rut or someone he ran with. Yeah, during his crime days, who. Betrayed him conveniently. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. That wasn't in Cleveland. It was somewhere else. But I didn't write I think it. It was down. Philadelphia. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, and we also got this first look of the Duke in his. Uh, or after this, as they're headed out, they get the first look of the Duke in his, his car. And so one is, it's another thing that both of these movies have is for whatever reason, both of these villains have a fascination with uh, disco balls in their cars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also the chandeliers off the front of the car. I love it. I love and I'm it. just like. Frickin'. I bet, I bet, I bet he designed. I bet he he designed that car. Okay. He yeah. was like, he was like, he got to take that home after. He's like, look, I need a pimp mobile, okay. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so we we see the Duke. Basically, everybody everybody scrambles. Cabby 
re, re, leaves everyone, which, you know, a little, little, little sad. Little, little he dropped off cabbie. his pair. It's time for him to go on to the next <laughs> one. He's got to turn on that light, you know? like. <laughs> um, but they still a station wagon from the Duke's parade. And all I got to ask was like, what are the tires of this car made of? Because like, he's driving through all sorts of garbage. Look, they just didn't make them. They don't make them like they used to. Because the other thing I was going to bring up is also like, what is this car made of? Because he flips it in reverse and gets up enough speed to battery around yeah. through a car. Dude, blockade. they had V8 engines. Yeah, they did. Like my, my, look, when we grew up, we had a Ford station wagon from mm-hmm. uh, 1980 or whatever. It was basically this car. And that thing was a goddamn land yacht tank. Like, I mean, it was made of solid steel all through and through. And yeah, it just a, yeah. a beast of a car. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those cars were but those old station wagons. Those things were, I mean, they were solid. Like you said, solid steel. The whole, everything. <laughs> ours, was, ours was blue with wood paneling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to get the wood paneling. It's classic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they they get through the battery ram or the bat the blockade. Not, they battery ram through the blockade, um, and somehow like somehow they just no Isaac Hayes' parade doesn't notice at all. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was just like they just like stole one of your cars and drove off. I feel like somebody would have been like, "Hey, why is Bert leaving?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> was this before or after the the the, the cage fight? This is before the cage fight because okay. they so they they rescue the president because uh, they get back to uh, the Duke's uh, place first uh, the rescue president but then the Duke shows up and catches them and yes and this is when we get the cage fight oh no so if one is he gets shot in the leg yeah happens in both movies and they knock him out they knock him out take him back and one is that when he wakes up he's just like they just watch him wake up and like why is he not tied up why is he just like I yeah don't know. I just feel like you tie the man up yeah. you know just stuff but uh he wakes up, um, and they take him to the cage fight to fight a giant man. Dude, this was an anime character of a fighting video game, <laughs> for sure. That you, but the, the beard and mustache throw, was yeah. the worst. I say, yeah, oh yeah, I was about to say. You throw throw a second pair of arms in this dude. You got Goro from Mortal Kombat <laughs> usually. <laughs> but this was, I mean, this was basically uh, Thunderdome. But I think Thunderdome came later. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if Thunderdome stole from this mm-hmm. a little bit. Maybe. But yeah, so they they they, they fight with with boards and yeah. bats with nails. Bats with nails. And my whole thing is. Uh, so they're fighting, and the, and the dude's twice Snake's size, yeah. and he's winning the whole fight. Yeah. And then he knocks away Snake's shield, and then he decides to throw away his shield. I'm like, why? You, you have the honor, man. Honor. Why honor my ass? I mean, that's well, that's what they will say. Almost uh, about the villain is he is actually quite like when he asked for every a little bit later he asked for everybody to be freed and it's not like hey me and my boys like no all of us yeah he wants everybody and he wants people treated right like, i was like is he really the villain <laughs> like, yeah. he's just a man stuck in this terrible new york who's like this ain't right no, yeah definitely Cuervo was gonna was gonna cut everyone loose in yeah. the second movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so i'm just like i don't and then like i said he did he gave him a fair like he could put him in the ring with the big man and give the big man a bat yeah but they give both of them a bat and yeah. then when they switch up the weapons, they give him a spike bat and 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 shield. Yeah. So I'm just like, this is a pretty fair fight. Like you're the <laughs> bad guys, you could just be like, no, you fight the big man, he has a bat, you don't. Good luck. But no, they're straight up equal. I mean, other than the weight class difference, they, it's pretty. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm just saying that's a pretty fair villain in my opinion. Uh, but while while those <laughs> fights going on, uh, Brain and his and his girl uh, Maggie, I think Maggie, yep. uh, they go and they rescue the president again. Which I got. I mean, this comes up later, but Maggie is like ride or die. Oh yeah. Which I thought was weird. No, because she realizes this might this is her. T- she she believes it's her ticket out. But no. I'm, yeah. But then at the end, I'm just saying Maggie's ride or die because like my thing is she's ride or die with Brain because like. Like they, uh, when they first meet, Cabby says, "Oh, this is Maggie Brain's girl." The Duke gave her, so it's like, mm. yeah, this was, it's like a weird, like how dedicated. Like I guess maybe he gave her to the Brain, and then they actually formed a real relationship yeah. afterwards. Because I would just imagine well, like, that's some Stockholm syndrome shit going on on Manhattan Island <laughs> for sure. Um, you you do you live with like the nerd guy who makes the gas is probably mm. your best option. Yeah, right? true. Yeah. Because, like, mm. in the beginning, in the early in the movie, when he's walking through the underground, we just see, like, women getting casually raped. Yeah. Like, just the most casual rape I've ever seen in a film. <laughs> it is just <laughs> ridiculous. Terrible. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I guess you got a point. Like, yeah, of your all of your options, like, yeah, take the nerdy yeah. guy who's, he's got a cushy job because no one, the Duke's not going to let anything happen to the brain since yeah. he makes the gas. Yeah. So. You know you're secure. You get yourself a, a guy who's not a lunatic on the streets. Like, yeah, yep, I guess, yep. I guess, yeah. You got a nice fortified house. Yeah, yeah. This is a good. Yeah, there it's are. A good, wor- it's a good. Deal. There are worse way, ways to live in the post-apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, so th- then it's just like a for the most of the rest of the movie, it's just a big chase scene. Big chase trying scene. to get across this bridge. They, they well, they, first they go back to the tower, or so no, Brain rescues the president, and he deduces where the plane is yeah um and he gets there and just and snake shows up and gets there just in time to watch them cut the plane free and knock it off the roof and i'm like i guess maybe no one knows how to fly but i just feel like the guys who are kick, knocking the plane off the roof I'm like dude that's a plane give it a shot you could get out of here like yeah. i'm just like you're just literally just gonna get rid of your ticket out of here you're just like yeah for the duke i'm like dude it's a what if the Duke doesn't work out? Get, yeah, keep the plane in your back pocket. I could, I, don't know. I could, I could learn to fly a plane <laughs> pretty fast. Like, yeah, I don't know. I so, saw like they were like, oh, well, we can, we can take off. But I'm like, yeah, how do you get off the building? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't have an engine for takeoff. Somebody's got to push you off. I mean, well, maybe it is. You know, everybody gets in and you just kind of rocket forward over that edge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go push, push, push. Um, but yeah, so then they rush down through the building, and the only thing I want to point out is like, so they rush down the building. You got the president who got a finger cut off and has been tortured. You got uh, Snake Pliskin, and then you got Brain and Maggie. And when they get to the bottom, Snake and the president are like fine, and like Brain and Maggie are like huffing and puffing. I'm like, okay, I'll give it to Snake. He's like a trained warrior. But like, how is the president in better shape than yeah. the Brain and Oh, Maggie? I love the president at the <laughs> end when he guns down the Duke from the top yeah. of that wall. He just he lost <laughs> his mind. He just... <laughs> He starts that. He should start out that press conference with the other world leaders. So I just killed a man yeah, with a I machine just gun. A man. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah but so that on that, every campaign slogan ever. We get the, this car chase across this bridge, and this is where a convenient bomb somehow blows the car. Well, no, perfectly. so they they say in the beginning that all the bridges have been mined. Yeah, no, no. What I'm saying, convenient, is how it blows the car perfectly in yeah, half. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like. Mine doesn't have a surgical precision to cut a car in half. And the only person it kills, though, is Cabby, who I was like, come on. He's the only person who deserves to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Brain blows up 
Because he stops, Cause steps on a mine. Yeah, steps on a mine, even though he's the one with the map. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I mean, do you need a map at this stage? You just got to get to the other end of the bridge. Yeah, but the map's supposed to say where the mines are. Oh, That's fair that enough. That was what true, the true, map true, was true, for. True, true, true. Um, and then this is where, I, like I said, Ma- Maggie's ride or die, because she, she stayed. Like, Brain's yeah. dead, and she stayed with him trying. Terrible shot, though. Terrible, <laughs> terrible shot. I don't think one of those bullets hit that car. But, hey, Maggie, Maggie stays there and tries to gun down the Duke and... Look, like, clearly over. Maggie is on the team because of her other skills. <laughs> Just saying. She's got two very important skills in this movie, <laughs> and that is why she is around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. <laughs> um, Though, you know, I mean, there's like a scene early on where she like blows away a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. I mean, yeah. Actually, that's the thing. Yeah, she she has some very good aim. Look, I wouldn't say she distraught. She just lost her, you know, her her, her, her enslaver, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you know, she still got the Stockholm syndrome about it. You know. Yeah. He was a good. He was good to her. So he, he she's got to stand up for him, and she, you know, her eyes are gonna be teary. She got. Yeah, yeah. A lot going on. It's a banner day. <laughs> uh, so we get we get Snake versus the Duke, um, and Snake obviously wins, but then like he gets up to leave. And he doesn't take the gun with him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, like, it's lucky the president had lost his mind and decided to gun down Isaac Hayes because, yeah. like, the Duke, ha- he was he was just hanging on the wall. I'm like, yeah. you got him dead. I'm like, grab the gun. Just grab the and gun. And I understand where they try and just screw him over by stopping the, I the don't thing know. from pulling him out. I don't know who stopped. Like, the only thing I think is maybe the president stopped him and yeah. just wanted to use him as bait for the Duke. I don't mm. even, I don't know fully what happened, but they let him out and they cure his thing. And then there's this. That's the thing is, I feel like, that's what I wrote down, like, I feel like they were trying to say something with the oh. ending of this movie. Okay. But I don't know what it is. Because it's like the way that he, like, talks to everybody, and then that whole thing where, like, he, he's Snake going in, but now he's Plissken, and I'm like, they're trying to, like, they're trying to say there's a message here, but I don't know. I don't know. think there's any message. I, no, I don't think there was. There, I just felt like they were trying to say it, but I was like, I don't think you know what the yeah. message is, though, because no one knows. <laughs> but, I, uh, I think the message is, is that Snake doesn't give a shit, and he'll burn the world down just because he can. Yeah, yeah. He's a madman, because he literally steals the secret to nuclear yeah, fusion. and destroys it. And destroys it, it when the president is going to share it with the rest of Which the world. Which my question is, like, I'm like why is, would you do that? As we're, and we're going to talk about, like, L.A. next week, but still, one thing that they said in L.A. is, like, he got his pardon. And then he went right back to being a criminal. Um, but my thing is, like, how do we get his pardon? Like, yeah. as soon as that tape came on, they should be like, whoa, go get Snake. We got a problem. And yeah, yeah. They don't find the tape where they find it. He destroyed it. Now he's going back to freaking New York. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just well, like, I mean, they don't know that he has the tape. He gave they could just say there's a mix-up. Who knows what happened, yeah, you know? Uh, all right. I don't know. I still fight. But yeah, I, I would me? think that Snake would like sell the secret. or yeah. It's like it's not like it's the only knowledge of this is and on I, the tape. Thing is like they don't explain to us exactly like what's up with Snake. It's like, yeah, war hero, but now a criminal. Like, what, why criminal? Like, what happened? And yeah. Like, how do he switch scenes? And then they, like, they, and they seem to like drop sprinkles like, oh, there's something more to Snake going yeah, on. Yeah, no, any prequels. But they never tell you what more is going on. They just basically wrap up the movies and be like, have fun. Just That's like, how we get Kurt Russell's son in is we have him do prequels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Um, it, it is it is very, very dated. It's dated. Um, but it's like if you watch it as like it, I mean, knowing it's, bad. it's dated. And like it's bad, but it's like it's it's your classic like action yeah. romp. Like yeah. there's nothing more deep. It's just like, though I will say this is one thing I wrote down though, is it is really slow in the beginning. Yes, like the first very. 30 minutes, like Kurt Russell just kind of like 
wandering around New York and it's quiet. Yeah, nothing's really yeah. going on. And I'm just like, for an action movie, this is this is slow. Yeah. L.A. does not have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> L.A. has the opposite problem. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but know, no, it, I like it. It's 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 a classic throwback. Uh, no, you're not going to get any substance from it, but it's just a good throw one dumb flick to watch. Yeah, absolutely. this is a perfect Sunday yeah. morning movie watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. As always, you can find us on our website, watchingitpod.com. There you can find links to our social media and to email us, watchingitpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any thoughts on other movies that we should cover, please let us know while we go through this downtime between television shows. Donnell, what else should they do? Well, as we've already alluded to a ton this episode, we're going to be covering the sequel, Escape uh, from LA next week. Um, so you can check that out if you want, or just wait for us to talk about it and tell you all about it. Um, and you know, give us any range reviews and help this podcast keep going. Thanks for listening. Bye.